Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 30s. By tomorrow morning, a cold start, 18 to 28 degrees, with a high temperature on Friday in the lower 40s, with mostly sunny skies by the afternoon. Still on a winter alert for Saturdays, we get a mixture of rain and snow early part of the day, switching over to rain by afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 32 degrees in Gaithersburg, 33 in Arlington, 33 in Lanham at 8.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Michael Toscano. Coming up, the nation's latest school shooting in Iowa. A 17-year-old kills a 6th grader, hurts 5 other people before taking his own life. Who's to blame for a 2021 Blue Line train derailment in Arlington? I'm Mike Marilla. The major work on the GW Parkway is coming along. It's really our first milestone of the project for construction. I'm Nick Ainelli. When part of our area says hospitals and other medical facilities must take steps to keep COVID from spreading. It is 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. As some students at Perry High School in Iowa ate breakfast, shots rang out. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports. The shooter identified as 17-year-old Dylan Butler, a student at the school. He shot and killed a sixth grader and wounded five others, including the school's principal, Dan Marburger. All the victims were rushed to nearby hospitals in Des Moines. I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I just, I was just shook. Officials say the shooter used a pump-action shotgun and a handgun. They also located and disarmed an improvised explosive device inside the school. The gunman took his own life. The White House and Congress remain deadlocked over how to respond to the record number of migrants coming across the southern border. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas tells CBS Mornings. Republican and Democratic senators are at the table to discuss how the broken immigration system should be fixed. Up to 10,000 migrants daily have been detained after crossing illegally from Mexico. Republicans call it a humanitarian disaster. In Washington, D.C., federal court, former President Trump's defense team asks Judge Tanya Chutkin for sanctions against special prosecutor Jack Smith. CBS's Scott McFarland says the case is temporarily on hold while Trump appeals a ruling rejecting his claims that he is immune from prosecution. At arguments in front of the appeals court, they have arguments set for Tuesday. And while that arguments at the appeals court... It's supposed to pause all proceedings in the criminal case. Jack Smith has still been filing motions. In fact, he filed a rather striking motion late in December presenting the possible exhibits at trial and indicating he may even call members of Congress as witnesses at the Trump trial. After dozens of attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria since the start of the Israel war on Hamas, the U.S. launches a strike in Baghdad, killing a pro-Iran military commander. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder. Those forces uh, have represented a threat to our forces. And again, we maintain the inherent right of self-defense and will take necessary actions to protect our forces. A Connecticut woman who pushed for the expansion of a Vermont law to allow her to take legal life-ending drugs has died there. CBS's Wendy Gillette. Terminally ill cancer patient Linda Bluestein wanted to die on her own terms, peacefully and comfortably. She did just that in Vermont, according to her husband, taking lethal medication to end her life. The group Compassion and Choices filed a lawsuit against Vermont in 2022 to allow non-residents to take advantage of its medically-assisted suicide. 
suicide law. A settlement was reached last year, and now out-of-state residents have the same access to the law. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 9.03 on Thursday, January 4, 2024. 32 degrees going down to 20. Some areas might even see a flurry. Good evening. I'm Michael Toscano. The top local stories we are following this hour. In October of 2021, a Blue Line Metro train derailed in Arlington. Nearly 200 people were on board at the time, and while nobody was hurt, all of Metro's 7,000 series trains were taken off the tracks for a time. Now the NTSB is out with its final report on what caused the derailment. The story from WTOP's Mike Marillo. While people were inside the train, it derailed three times on October the 12th, but the first two times the wheels corrected themselves. The last time it didn't. NTSB Chair Jennifer Homedy says Metro knew about the issue that led to this since 2017, but before the derailment was only fixing new rail cars that came in, not the ones already on the tracks. This incident, and I say this often, is 100, was 100% preventable. There are no accidents in transportation. We always see actions that could have been taken and should be taken proactively to ensure safety. Metro has seen a shift in leadership since that happened, and she commended the new CEO for taking this seriously. After the derailment, all 7,000 series trains were taken off the tracks and are being added on as new wheel sets are installed. In response, Metro says it's confident with its actions to fix all the rail cars since and says rail car maker Kawasaki is to blame for what it calls a defect. Kawasaki says that idea is not rooted in reality and that Metro's own failures led to this. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Well, major rehab work on the George Washington Memorial Parkway is coming along nicely, and that means drivers will soon be using new, smooth lanes. Construction crews have made significant progress on the GW Parkway, specifically on the southbound lanes between the Beltway and Route 123. All the work that went into those areas, including drainage, guard walls, is completed. Project manager Caitlin Scheinhouse. It's really our first major milestone of the project for construction. That means work will soon be shifting to the northbound side. Before the end of the month, most of the traffic there will be on the new southbound lanes, freeing up the northbound ones for construction. The whole project is far from over, though, expected to run through the end of 2025. On the GW Parkway, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Reaction is still trickling into the proposed $2 billion arena in Alexandria that would bring the Caps and the Wizards to Northern Virginia. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us one local group is now fighting to stop that move from taking place. Opponents to a sports and entertainment complex here in Potomac Yard say all that glitters does not go <laughs> for nobody in this region. That's Ron Moten with Don't Mute DC. He joined the organizers of a rally in Alexandria who say the plan to build an arena and move the Wizards and Capitals to Potomac Yard should be stopped. Shannon Curtis with the coalition to stop the arena at Potomac Yard says the aim of the group and the petition is putting that voice in the community, garnering support and making sure our public officials know that our voice is important. Curtis says the projections for the $2 billion sports and entertainment complex are overly optimistic. While Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson recently told WTOP that the financial model poses a minimal risk for taxpayers. At Potomac Yard, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's 9.07. COVID-19, RSV and the flu are sending the rate of hospitalizations soaring in Maryland. 
So the state's Department of Health is now urging clinics to strengthen measures in an effort to try and reduce the spread of those viruses. That includes what MDH calls broad facility-wide prevention measures like masking and vaccination and the use of personal protective equipment by medical staff. As of yesterday, the health department reports that the current weekly combined hospitalization rate is almost 8%. So if you're looking to get vaccinated, you can get both the updated COVID-19 vaccine and the annual flu shot at the same time. There is also a new vaccine against RSV. Do you have a little time to donate blood this week? Your neighbors are in need, especially if you have O-negative blood. Shortages in Northern Virginia and elsewhere have reached all-time highs. All blood types are needed. If you are eligible to donate, make an appointment to or just walk into an Inova Blood Donor Center to give blood. Inova Blood Donor Services support all five Inova hospitals, as well as 13 other hospitals in the region. There's a blood drive on Sunday at Inova Center for Personalized Health. That's in Fairfax. And on Wednesday, they're holding one in Alexandria's Carlisle neighborhood. And a week from today, they'll hold one in Vienna. Coming up after traffic and weather, several industries that flourished in the pandemic are now seeing slumps. It's 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Bob Immler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, no work zones to speak of as of yet on 66, both inside and outside the Beltway. The pace is good and the travel lanes are open. And uh, 395 and 95, pretty much the same deal for now. We should see some road work on each later on tonight. But for now, all lanes open and no delays to report. May have a work zone set up in the district at the Maryland line, though, on I-295 southbound near Oxon Cove, uh, just before you get to the Beltway. A little bit slow getting through there. And uh, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on the Maryland side, free and clear. 270, that is without delay, as is 50 out to the Bay Bridge. And the entire Beltway is pretty quiet now with all the earlier problems completely gone. Uh, in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. WTOP Traffic Center, furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses in-store and online at regencyfurniture.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Over now to First News, uh, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Skies will clear overnight and temperatures will drop pretty significantly, down to about 18 to 28 degrees, one of the coldest nights and mornings of the week. Now, Friday afternoon, not bad, partly to mostly sunny with a temperature around 40 degrees. All eyes on Saturday with our first winter storm, bringing some accumulating snowfall to the mountains. Could be three to six inches there. A sloppy mix along the I-95 corridor and mainly rain east that could be heavy at times during the afternoon on Saturday with reduced visibility. All this with temperatures in the 30s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson, the First Alert Weather Center. It's 32 degrees in Reston, 33 in Bethesda, 36 degrees over at the National Mall. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Christmas procrastinators turned to Amazon last month to get their last-minute gifts on time. The package tracking app Root says 29% of online orders in the two weeks before Christmas went to Amazon as its investments in speedy delivery paid off. 
Threats to Red Sea shipping are raising costs to move cargo from place to place. The booking platform Freightos reports shipping prices between Asia and Europe are up 173% since mid-December, increases that will likely show up in the cost of goods. Stocks ended mostly lower after early gains failed to stick. The Dow Industrials rose 10, the S&P dropped 16, the Nasdaq lost 82. Talk about bad timing. Clorox is in the midst of a sales slump after demand for its cleaning products soared during the pandemic. And the pet economy also appears headed for a decline about a year after Clorox opened a new cat litter factory. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, to get that independent vote, President Biden's re-election campaign is walking on glass when it comes to former President Trump. We'll talk about the president's campaign strategy with NBC News. It's 9-11. Here's John O'Donnell, president and CEO of the Washington-area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is always about the latest technology and new cars, but there's also going to be a lot to do in addition to that with indoor and outdoor ride and drives, an all-new kids zone, interactive driving simulators, e-bikes, classic cars, exotic cars, and real-time art from Art of Motion. We're proud that Hyundai is bringing back their exhilarating indoor test track featuring the Kona EV, the iUnique 5, and 6. Nissan will introduce a brand new EV track experience at the 2024 show where guests can ride along in their Aria Platinum. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center, January 19th through 28th. For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoShow.com. That's WashingtonAutoShow.com. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Coming up, there's a catfish invasion in Maryland waters, and the federal government isn't doing much to help. More news in 60 seconds. My daughter is normally a little goofball, but after a bad night's sleep, she's too tired to be anything. That's why I trust Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated just for kids. Their non-habit-forming, drug-free products help my daughter fall asleep naturally, giving her the rest to be her best. I'm a dinosaur. Her <laughs> best dinosaur. Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up when needed. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. 
There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a hundred menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 915. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 24 on WTOP for Joe Biden's re-election staffers who are asked about the president's sagging poll numbers. They've been saying, wait till next year. Well, now it is next year, with the Iowa caucuses in two weeks and the campaign getting underway in earnest. Yet, NBC News White House correspondent Mike Memoli tells WTOP's Dimitri Sotis, the Biden camp is taking its time strategizing how exactly to go after an important group of independent-minded voters who have chosen Donald Trump before, but maybe would like to avoid him this time. From those you're in touch with, with these voters that don't necessarily want to hear any campaign talk, it's hard to imagine they wouldn't become frightened or react in some way to some of the things that Donald Trump has been saying lately, poisoning the blood of the country in reference to migrants, taking us back to some remarks that were made by Hitler and those in Nazi Germany. That would seem to be something that would rattle people. And yet this is more delicate, as we say, than just saying, look at what a bad guy he is. That's right. These are exactly the kind of things, and you probably experienced this in, in your life. People don't necessarily want to talk about politics. Politics right now is very much about conflict, and people want to avoid conflict in their daily lives. And so that's what the Biden campaign has found. What they say, and, and I talked to about a dozen advisors who are part of the early strategy making within the campaign, they look at ways that Democrats were successful in some of the last uh, local elections and midterm elections in 2022 places like Virginia, where Democrats were successful in building on their majorities in the legislature. And they said, when you frame the choice to a voter as Trump versus Biden, they actually pull away, they disengage. But when you talk about the core issues, when you talk about do you support election interference in the way that uh, the challenges that, that have been made by Republicans, or do you support a woman's right to choose and a woman having the right to an abortion? You are much more likely to get a response. You're much more likely to talk them through in ways that lead them into the Democratic camp. And that's when you bring up the candidate name at the end to say, well, Joe Biden believes this, Donald Trump believes that, and we hope we have your vote. So they think that this is a much longer game, much more about the issues and less about the candidates. NBC News White House correspondent Mike Memoli. It's 917. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. 19 more documents related to sex offender Jeffrey Epstein unsealed tonight. A 17-year-old opened fire at a small-town Iowa high school today, the first day of classes after the winter break. A sixth grader is dead, five others wounded. There won't be snow everywhere on Saturday, but it is likely areas north and west of the Beltway will see some flakes, so stay with your first alert weather station for the latest. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic continues to run well. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound at the Baltimore Beltway, uh, there is a medical emergency. You're getting by single file on the left shoulder, but mostly without delay. Uh, but there's certainly a lot of equipment there. Uh, you do get by heading toward Baltimore City on northbound Maryland 295 at that point. And traffic on 270 is without delay. Things are in great shape on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. And in uh, Virginia, it's all quiet so far. No work zones have set up on 66 either way 
as of yet, either inside or outside the Beltway. Same is true on both 395 and 95, each without delay as you head toward uh, Fredericksburg or beyond for that matter. In the district, southbound on I-295, a work zone just before you get to the Maryland line at Oxford Cove. Single lane gets by that work zone uh, pretty much without delay. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. After some cloud cover across the area today, we are clearing out, but wow, it's going to turn cold. One of the coldest nights and mornings coming our way that we've had this week, about 18 to 28 degrees by early Friday. We'll have a high temperature around 40 degrees. Look for a mixture of rain and snow starting mid-morning Saturday, our first winter storm of the season, bringing more sloppy slush than white to the area. Snow will accumulate mainly in the mountains out west with temperatures in the 30s should be wrapping up 11 p.m. to midnight Saturday. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperature holding at 36 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 35 at Oxon Hill and 32 degrees in Sterling. Brought to you by Lem the Plumber Heating and Air with trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, D.C. isn't messing around when it comes to the winter weather we're expected to see this weekend. It's 920. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I have a serious heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or HCM. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. I still had symptoms on my beta blocker, so I asked my cardiologist about any treatment advances. It was a breakthrough for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com for more information. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. It's 921. Blue catfish and northern snakeheads are invading the Chesapeake Bay, and it's causing the number of native fisheries like the blue crab and the striped bass to drop. But the federal government says those numbers haven't dropped enough to declare a fishery resource disaster in Maryland. The Baltimore Sun is reporting the federal government is denying Maryland's request for that disaster declaration and the federal aid that goes along with it. Maryland Secretary of Natural Resources Josh Kurtz tells the Sun that Maryland officials are disappointed by the Biden administration's decision, but they understand the ruling. D.C. snow team is out on the roads tonight to prepare for the first expected snowfall of the year. Emergency snow routes across the city are getting a pre-treatment with brine. And the district snow team will hit the roads at 9 a.m. Saturday. 
The National Weather Service is forecasting snow will begin on Saturday morning between 9 and 11 a.m. 7 News First Alert Weather predicts D.C. will see a slushy mix before turning to mostly rain by noontime. Be with us here, your first alert weather station, WTOP, with our partners at 7 News. Now, with the chance of snow heading your way this weekend, the local power companies are working to get ready for that, and they say there's some things that you can do. You want to keep in touch. Peggy Fox with Dominion says today, download your power company's app to easily report a power outage. Charge your phones, charge your computers so that you'll be able to use them, at least use them for a little while. Chuck McDade with Pepco says have a flashlight with fresh batteries on each level of your home. If you have a portable generator, please read any safety instructions with the generator. Do not use them in an indoor or an enclosed area. And if power lines come down, stay at least 30 feet away. Always assume a downed line is energized. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Crib camera recordings are providing some clues to a potential cause behind some sudden, unexplained deaths. Hayden Fell had several fever-induced seizures, but always bounced back until the night the 17-month-old passed away in his crib. His father, Justin Fell. It was a repaired spider. Researchers at NYU's Langone Health analyzed seven videos of toddlers that died and spotted in five cases small movements deemed seizures that are suspected to have played a role in what's called Sudden Unexplained Death in Childhood, or SUDC. SIDS is extraordinarily well-known. SUDC, or Sudden Unexplained Death in Childhood, which is the continuous just after age one is rarely discussed and little known. Dr. Oren Davinsky is the lead author of the small study, now published in the journal Neurology. You're a detective trying to solve a crime. And now you've got a video of the perpetrator, potentially. Videos of Hayden's last night and his brain have been donated to science. His mother, Katie, hopes the video evidence helps finally lead to answers. I'm Jennifer King. It's 924. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Sports at 25 and 55. And here's Rob Woodfork. The NHL unveiled its initial all-star rosters tonight, and Tom Wilson will make his second all-star appearance for the Capitals, but this time in his native Toronto, telling Monumental Network. It'll be pretty special. I had a blast in Vegas. Um, it was really an amazing weekend. You kind of get to see the, the NHL on the biggest stage, and it's there's a lot of excitement. Uh, it's a good time, and get to see all the players, and then obviously being in Toronto in my hometown, I'm looking forward to kind of being in that building, looking around, and it'll be pretty full circle having grown up as a kid there and being able to have family and friends support you. It's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, fans will vote for the final 12 slots in the February 3rd All-Star Game. In men's college basketball, 19th-ranked James Madison, a really sloppy start at Louisiana in the first half. Now in the second half, it's back-and-forth game, 34-33 in favor of the Raging Cajuns. The Commanders pretty banged up going into their season finale against Dallas. They practice today without starters Curtis Samuel, Jonathan Allen, Cam Curl, and Kendall Fuller, and there's really no point in any of them playing for this 4-12 and team and Eric Bieniemy likely in his 